Narutalk, the Naruto Ship Podcast, is made possible through contributions from listeners like you. To help support the podcast and to earn exclusive rewards, head to www.patreon.com slash narutalkpod. That's www.patreon.com slash narutalkpod. Believe it! Hey everyone, this is Naruto Uzumaki, and you're listening to Narutalk. Believe it! Hello everyone, welcome back to Narutalk, the greatest podcast ever to be all about Naruto. I'm your host, Liam English, alone at the top of this week's episode just to do a little intro before we get to our interview with Naruto's English voice actor, Miley Flanagan. Usually bonus episodes like this will go up exclusively on our Patreon feed, which you can find at www.patreon.com forward slash Pod. But this week, we thought we would put it up on the main feed. This is not our usual style. Of course, usually we summarize two to four canon episodes of Naruto a week, hosted by two longtime fans of the show and two complete newcomers to anime. But we'll talk a little bit more about that in our outro. We recorded today's special interview at the third annual Undiscovered Realms Comic Con in White Plains, New York, which is hosted by the Undiscovered Realm comic book store, located at 66 Fulton Street on the second floor in White Plains, New York. Massive thanks to Chris Wilcock, the co-owner of that store and organizer of the convention, for securing us two press passes, which allowed us to interview Miley. And of course, absolutely gigantic thanks to Miley Flanagan and her wife, Lisa Hammett, who were very accommodating, very understanding, and incredibly helpful in setting all this up. Sorry for the sound quality today, we did have to record on the convention floor so you can hear a little bit of background noise, but if you are interested in learning a little bit more about this convention, which was absolutely fantastic, you can check out our YouTube, Naratalk Pod on YouTube, to see a little video that went up a couple days ago of Emma and myself spending some time there. And of course you can contact us everywhere by searching at Naratalk Pod. I'll be back at the end for a little outro, but without any further ado, I would like to get into the Narutalk interview of Naruto's voice actor, Miley Flanagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Narutalk, the greatest podcast ever to be all about Naruto. I'm your host, Liam English, and with me today is... I want to say very special guest, but it's like the most special guest that a Naruto podcast could ever get. Today we have Naruto herself, or how would you say it? Uh, himself, I'd probably say. Okay. Themselves. Yes, Naruto Let's themselves. Let's use that. Yeah, right? Gender's a construct anyway. Gender is, so. yeah. Miley Flanagan. Yes, hello. We are currently at the Undiscovered Realms Comic Con in White Plains. That's There's probably a lot of background noise, but you know. That's... I think you can, hopefully you can hear, except for that guy screaming Andrew right beside us. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here at Undiscovered Realm. And... Um, it's, it's just been just great, and the people here in White Plains are fantastic. I met some really nice people, and they're all polite, which is kind of great. Uh, you did a wonderful panel, obviously, and you said that there were questions that you'd never heard before, which... Not many, but there were certainly a few. That's got to be a big deal either way, though, right? It's unusual. Um, sometimes I give prizes for someone to ask me a question <laughs> that I haven't heard before. But in fact, now that you said it, I can't remember... They asked like, you to do uh, Naruto in a German accent. Yes, that has never happened to me I before. Wanted to, I wanted to save it for this, but I was going to stand up and ask you to do it in an Irish accent. We were watching oh. Jakers this morning. My name is Naruto Uzumaki. Believe it. <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried that before That's either. That's pretty much what it was this while is, we were watching This Jakers. is the first for you. Yeah, it's And for exciting. me. <laughs> and for anyone who's heard me. Here's a question. Did you get to choose the music around your appearance at the panel? No, that guy picked it. Because it was, you know, it was uh, I Want You Back, and I was, I was really grooving with it. And I was like, ooh, ah. nice choice. He's a professional DJ, but he got the Nar one of the Naruto songs, and I was, he's not a fan, 
So I was kind of impressed. That's you know awkward. what I mean? Like, so he, I mean, he just doesn't watch the show. Right. Um, so I was like, yeah, you did a good job, man. You got a good song. Got a good play set list before I came out. Mm. That's always fun. One time I was at a convention and it was on the military base in Okinawa. I did a Comic-Con for the troops. They didn't have to pay or anything. It was like kind of right. a, almost like the USO where um, the USO covers your payment to the performers yeah. so that we go over there. That's it's cool. a long trip, so you have to book out of work for a long time. So right. they do pay you, but it's to give entertainment to the troops. And it's all free. And they had a band there made of military guys that were based there that learned one of the Naruto theme songs and played it when I came out live. That's very cool. It was really cool, yeah. man. And military bands, they are really phenomenal. Like no, I, this I is like a rock and roll band, just four dudes. Oh, so cool. Mm -hmm. So we found out this morning while we were researching you. Oh, uh, way to from, put it off, Liam. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but you're from Hawaii, right? I was born in Honolulu, moved uh, when I was like one to Florida for a year, came back to Honolulu, then I moved to Bangkok. Then I moved to Nuremberg, then I moved to Munich. Then I went to Boston for college while my family lived in Germany. And then in about my senior year around, my parents moved back to the United States. Then I spent some time on my sister's couch after I graduated in DC. I mean, I graduated from Boston, but I... Right. And then I moved to Minneapolis with my comedy group. And then in 96, I moved to Los Angeles. So you've been moving kind of forever because you're moving now still with conventions and stuff yeah i travel but you're in la right? I, I have a house in la yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah i travel and uh i travel well now a lot more because i'm not on the disney show lab rats which i was on for five years so there's uh, i couldn't travel when that was filming five days a week you said yeah it was five days a week yeah. so you know that's kind of hard like you know i'd have to take like a red eye friday night right you know get here go right to a convention fly back after the convention sunday night Get home late and start really early in the yeah, morning on Monday. People do it, but uh, not me. I'm too old. <laughs> I could have done it when I was in my 20s and 30s. But now you've got, I mean, you've got all sorts of stuff going on. You produced your first thing just recently? No, it's not my first, but... But it's... It, I guess it's the first one that's on uh, IMDb, though. Yes. That's yeah. I, I was a segment producer, and I produced recreations for a show called Final Justice with Aaron Brakovich, hmm. which was like directing crime recreations. And casting them and costuming. I did everything. And it was really fun. And I would sneak away to auditions during that. It's when I had a day job, which huh. was a long time ago. Yeah, I produced a bunch of other stuff yeah. before plays well, and stuff. But My Babysitter, the superhero, right? Is that? Yeah, now that's not my creation. I am a producer on it. I'm not the producer or oh. executive producer. Okay. I'm a producer because I, uh, my friend Billy is doing it. He wanted me to do it. Um, like, kids know me from Disney. Right. So it's more, and I did it for base. Well, I did that. I did that completely for free, so I'm getting a producer credit. So when we sell it, right. then that I get sense. some pay of some sort. That's, I don't, um, it's sort of like, you know, you just trust the universe and yeah. sell the project, and then you get your chunk. Right. It's funny though that you say that kids know you because Emma, who we're also joined by, it's Emma. Hi, everybody. What's <laughs> up? Emma was mute until right now. Yeah, I was waiting for my intro. I nudged Liam right before. I was like, "Hey, so, uh, so when are you gonna when are you gonna let me speak?" How about the other half, Liam? Yeah, I know. yeah really. I just kind of let you run with it, yeah. Mister Mister Host of the show. Well, right? we um we do the podcast right now is for people, but uh, Emma Emma's as opposed to for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, for people. Yes, Ooh. yes. <laughs> wow. That's hard hitting. I know. Well, right. So with um we were actually able to get press passes into the convention which has been phenomenal um and so yeah you better send a thank 
thank you to the, the guy that you were just talking to. Oh, oh my goodness, of course. I was I recorded in the video. The bathrooms here are insanely nice. Yes. I, I know. I've been to really gross bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. I have seen the back end of convention centers across the country. Yeah. It's disgusting. The fact that I went into the bathroom here and I was like, okay, yeah, I got yeah. nothing. That's, <laughs> it's clean that's enough. Huge. Yeah. yeah, so we've been walking around with the video camera trying to do a little bit of promotion for them to put on our YouTube. Oh, so that's, that's great. Hopefully that works out. And are you going to well. send it to them, the convention yeah. itself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. you should, yeah. Yeah, so we've gotten some clips. We've got a whole lot of business cards. There's some pretty great people around here. Uh, so, yeah, the White Plains, what is it? Uh, the Undiscovered, Undiscovered Realm Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty great. And the guy that um, owns it, runs it, he. Um, he owns a, a comic store called yes. Undiscovered Rose. Right. So where they sell my pops from Naruto, and they sell a lot of stuff like is that. There, is there a pop of you yet? Like me, my yeah, human? Yeah. No, but I have a Lego. Oh really? my goodness. Yeah, for a rap gift no for idea. Lab Rats, they made a set of Legos with the main uh, the Terry main Perry. cast and Terry, Terry Perry. <laughs> wow. And we got it as a Christmas gift. It is absolutely beyond the pale the coolest rap gift or anything <laughs> I've gotten from a show ever to have a, a Lego of me in a suit wow. that I wore on the show yeah. and it truly does look until, like me. Until you get the uh, my babysitter the superhero action figures. Oh good point gotta get on that yeah. I gotta call I my friend true. Billy or the, uh, that's a good idea. What else is coming up? The Three Bears and the Perfect Gift? Yeah that's a freaky little movie um, it's a kids movie both of those are kids movies right. so they're very like G rated yeah. right. and the Three Bears and the Perfect Gift is a holiday movie kind of it's a Christmas movie. Yeah it's coming out this Christmas right? Uh, in some places. Okay, okay. Hopefully this Christmas here but it's been we did that as well on a wing and a prayer <laughs> and it's you know there's some investors but we weren't really paid that much I mean I got a little bit of money just because I was away from home for like mm -hmm. weeks oh sure yeah but not not enough to live on certainly not even enough to live on and I'm a producer on that as well so I'll get my chunk when that sells but we already sold oh, it to and I have nothing to do with the sales that's all William Butler who did it um, and a distribution team so we already sold it weirdly enough to like I think Dubai and some Arab countries and when I said that to my wife Lisa she's like that's funny. Isn't it a Christmas movie? And I'm like, oh, I never thought about it. Yeah, it is. But it's more of a holiday movie. Yeah, it's they're, not, they're it's buying not religious. It to see right, right. Miley Flanagan in prosthetic makeup as of. Oh, uh, you have human. no idea. <laughs> I mean, you are quite big overseas. <laughs> I'm a, big overseas and being a beaver, that's no walk <laughs> in the so park, funny. let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. Hours and hours of makeup. It was 104. It was a heat wave. We were out in the woods. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes I would shoot all night long and then. The, Two days later, I'd have to shoot at like 6 a.m. Oh, so like my sleeping was so crazy for months, even afterwards, because I was just like, what? <laughs> like, do I sleep? Because I got in this rhythm of sometimes I'd sleep all day and then wake up at 4 and, shoot and, at and go to shoot at night. Right. So yeah. that's like my call time would be like midnight. Yeah. So you get all, and I was out in the middle of nowhere with no car. And it was like in the middle of Ohio, in between <laughs> like two not huge places it yeah. was totally small and uh, I had no car and there was nothing to do and if the crew did a night shoot and I did a day shoot I had nothing to do like I was in this hotel that right. was run by this large large Mennonite family and I didn't know they were all related until like all the gossip came back in the elevator yeah. like oh, that's my sister oh I'm my like, goodness oh, oh so the, the driver is your cousin <laughs> the, the person who cleans my room like saw like beer bottles or something you know right. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, get the get the members of the family you don't like that much to change the garbages and then. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, al place, yeah. and also, you you just you're a big weirdo because you're asleep all day sometimes, right? right? Yeah. yeah. 
And so when we would get off work, did Miley, sometimes... Did Miley come outside today? I didn't. <laughs> and sometimes I would get off work in the morning, and I'd be a bunch of... Of course, it's low-budget stuff. So the grips are all like 24, 25, right. your guys' age or whatever. Yeah. A little bit older, maybe. And you're, you're college students. Yeah, right? yeah, we're okay. in college. So they're a little bit older, maybe. But they're partiers because they're like 25, right? right. <laughs> and so at 8 in the morning, we would be sitting in the common area where they have like the hotel breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd be grabbing orange juice and cranberry and like vodka. And like those guys would be 25 and they were pounding liquor oh, at like wow. 8 in the morning. Wow, the other people in the restaurant were either people that were visiting some weird preserve there that's supposed to be great. Or they were all, const- all of them, construction workers going to work. And it was the weirdest mix of people ever. ever. Oh, my goodness. Partying college students and construction workers. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, my goodness. So like you've had a lot of adventures. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Yeah. I've had a lot of adventures. Also, Jakers, I did want to shout that out because both of us realized while we were re-watching it for this interview that we definitely watched Jakers when we when were, you were little kids. Yes, we were little, and yeah. it's been phenomenal reading, oh, Miley won an Emmy here and yes, all these I did. awards and go, wow, that was... That was Piggly Wiggly. I know. Also, Piggly Winks. Piggly Winks, yes, oh, yes. Oh, right. my goodness. All morning we kept saying Piggly Wiggly, and yes. we kept going, People don't say, say it Piggly Wiggly, don't say Piggly right, Wiggly. Right, that's how I remember it from when I was younger, but no. Yeah, because you were little. Right. And it rhymed. But, yeah, it's Pig- Jaker's The Adventures of Piggly Winks. I think it's still on on the internet. It was on Sprout for a while or some other channel. I don't know. It was I, definitely PBS, I think. Uh, no, the show was PBS. Oh, yeah. Right, right. But then they re-aired it on Sprout. Oh, right, right. And then I do think you can see it on the internet now but I don't know where mm. yeah. whatever it was a long time ago it was a wonderful amazing show it's beautifully done yeah Mel beautiful. Brooks oh right gosh. wasn't he Mel Brooks which man. is crazy so I know, your experience with Mel Brooks has been I, what well he didn't record with us generally if you notice the show he plays a sheep and the sheep is usually with the other sheep that don't really talk yeah. right and he doesn't really talk to us and we were like, what is this guy who sounds like a Jewish New Yorker guy? Like, you know, like, he's on the show, right? And, and like, they didn't care. Like, yeah. he didn't try and do an accent. Right. So all his stuff was separate. You're not going to tell Mel Brooks what to do. Uh, no. <laughs> and nor should you. He's a genius. Right, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, uh, he's like, you know, he sounds like this guy, right? And uh, so his stuff is, like, kind of almost a different little funny segment in the show. Mm, yeah. So we didn't record with him because we recorded with the whole group. So we recorded together. But for he only would have a couple minutes, so right. he recorded. He lives way out by the beach, and we record in the valley. So he okay. we recorded with him like maybe twice, and it was more for the electronic press kit. They're called yeah. EPKs, <laughs> and so it was sort of like not really. Re- it was recording, but we separately kind of that did makes it. sense. It was like for publicity. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he was awesome and nice that's very cool which is wonderful to hear I would say most of the celebrities I've worked with have been awesome oh good that is good warms my heart yeah (laughs) well it's the people at the top that are always really nice and then the people at the bottom are really nice and then every once in a while there are people just right in the middle yeah that it's something weird where something happens where they're almost famous and they get or they're, they're they're famous for something but not like Tom Cruise famous right and they get a weird but when you work with people like I've worked with Jim Carrey twice just awesome. Very nice. Very polite. Anyway, back to Naruto. Sorry, sorry. I just, uh, the basic conceit of the podcast, in case this is, I don't know, I, don't, I might post this all over the place, you know. Is, oh, yeah. It's myself and my best friend Raj, who we, I mean, we've been Naruto since day one, obviously. Uh-huh. You know, we're the biggest fans. And then uh, Emma and our other friend Allie, who we call Joshua, because it's 
easier to say than Allie, obviously. You wouldn't say, huh, what was that, Allie? It's just easier to say, huh, Joshua? Okay. <laughs> Close off the tongue. <laughs> got it, bit, I got you know? it. Right, right. And uh, those two didn't even know what anime was before we started recording the podcast. Me and Allie, yeah. Oh, no? Right, so a lot of the podcast has been that we are watch a couple of episodes every single podcast episode, and then we go back on it. So a lot of the listeners were hoping will be, you know, some diehard weebs, but then also some people who also are watching along, just like I've never seen it, yeah. Oh, that's great. Right, yeah. It's a good perspective. You because said, also it was a long time ago for some of them. Yeah. Right, exactly. So they may have forgotten weird little things in it or Right, whatever. so we're hoping that some people will go back and watch like with Like me, us too. I've forgotten it's, most it'll of it. It'll be, you know You what? can tell in the panel when I, I'm like, huh? Where? <laughs> what? That was like 12 years What's ago. What's your favorite episode? Um, The one where he wears orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. That, that's, that's my it's favorite. So, people are always like, um, does that woman not have a top on? Good Lord. <laughs> I hope it's flesh colored. Oh, that, there has been some insane cosplay. We're oh, you have no out. idea. Wait till you go to a big one. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, did I did I mention the like the only other time I've ever when I was a little kid, oh. and so my mom had me on the tightest leash you can imagine. She was like, "Don't go over there's, that tent." Like, oh no. Don't. There's some very risque outfits. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that yeah. way. Don't. Yeah. It was. Ugh. But then you also see like Rick the pickle, right? Was is that his pickle name? Rick, pickle yeah. Rick. Pickle yeah, Rick. Yeah, that guy yes. has to have lost. I saw him right by the restrooms. There he he must have lost like 40 pounds because that's got to be hot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, so, so I'm digging into some of the questions. Yeah, getting into right. general Please questions. Do. You want to take the lead? Sure, yeah. Um, so, of course, we know that you're based in L.A., as I'm assuming most voice actors are. Um, uh, there are some in New York. There's okay. a bunch. Of, like, Pokemon is New York-based act- huh. actors. Really? Mostly. Yeah, the old Pokemon people all live in L.A. now. Uh. Uh. But sort of the newer batch. There's a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff in Canada as well. Oh, I- yeah. I've only seen, I watched, uh, I Know That Voice. You were... Yes, the uh, my friend John DiMaggio did that. Yeah. yeah, a great documentary from what we've heard so far. From yes. what, <laughs> from what I've heard, from yeah, me. sure. Um, um, it's it's really it's it's long, so you can break it up. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why it's long is because he has amazing people. I'm not in it, but he Damn has. It, John. I know John <laughs> DiMaggio. I ought to. But he um, he's amazing as a voice actor. I did pick goat banana cricket with him. I was recurring, and he was a regular. So I've worked with him a bunch, and on a couple different shows, too, as a guest star. But he's amazing, but it's worth it. If you guys are into it, watch it. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. Definitely. Um, well, right, so on that, um, so we know that you've moved around a lot, of yeah. course. Uh, so says IMDb, so says you. Um, but <laughs> yeah, don't course, believe everything you see on IMDb, <laughs> <laughs> FYI. That's fair, yeah. People, like, put in, like, thank you to me, and I'm like, what? I didn't do anything on that. <laughs> you just wanted my name on there. I paid goodness. for that. Yeah, yeah, brings yeah. them up in the rankings on Google. Just thank it it, it kind of does, yeah. yeah. Um, but so on that, I mean, of course, you spent some time internationally. How has that impacted the work that you've done for voice acting for any of your acting and your accents? Of course, we know that that helped a bit with um, Pickly Winks. It definitely helped with my accents. Um, I have an ear for accents, and because I believe it's because I lived all over the world. Right. I would also make fun of like people all the time, and also, <laughs> you're too young to remember. But there was a show called uh, uh, Top Forty, American Top Forty, with Casey Kasem. And I mean, even your at this point, even your parents might be too young to remember yeah. that show. But anyway, I would try and do the voices like, like I always, if I'm in the car and my wife, oh my god, she's like, shut up. But it'd be like with eyes wide open, eyes wide open, and I'll just keep trying to do the voice, keep trying to do the voice. And oh, I did that when good. I was very young. And my sister was actually visiting me at this convention this weekend, and was like, God, you have a good ear for that, like you know. Right. And I didn't want to be an actor. Mm. I wanted to be a spy. But oh, I ended up being an actor. Yeah, we were yeah. going to ask yeah. what, um, what did you do up. after college, like first. Right, because it, um, we were reading that you 
from what it said, it started your career in like your mid or your early thirties. Um, so we were curious. So to just what five you years know. ago, that's crazy. Uh, that's right. Hey, <laughs> wink. Uh, uh, but so we were curious. No, what I didn't from... start in my mid thirties. I started no, my okay. career right out of college. Okay, great. it's just not on IMDb because I was doing stand up and I was doing. Um, I did some commercials in Minneapolis. I did right. some industrials. Yes, you're like, an award-winning comedian. That's right. So we've read, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, LA Weekly, is that right? Yeah, I've got a couple of those. Yeah. Wait, I think did, only uh, one's on the web, but... Did Oklahoma win anything? Sorry, we should, we should explain. Not Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did it win? I don't think that won anything, uh, but the estate of Rodgers and Hammerstein shut us down. No way. Really? Yeah, they sent us a cease and... Ooh. It was a send-up of Oklahoma... And they sent us a cease and desist order, really? which was already written into the play. So when we got the cease and desist order, we got fantastic That's publicity, very sold funny. out. And then we're like, right, let's just keep going until they shut us down. And then they did. Great. Wow. That's yeah. phenomenal. It was oh, phenomenal. And so I'm assuming it was a relatively experimental production where it was the guy that came for you guys or specifically Rodgers and Hammerstein? No, the estate of Rodgers and Hammerstein. Real, wow. Oh, man, that's scary. Yeah. I wish I had the... They sent us a letter, the estate of Rodgers and Hammerstein. Wow. And I don't know who was the playwright. I work with him a lot, Justin Tanner. I believe he has a copy of that letter because that letter is worth a lot of... <laughs> Money and memories. Well, they explained to you all the reasons why Oklahoma couldn't stay. I think it was just pretty much saying Oklahoma. <laughs> They're like, no. And what it was was about, I should clarify, it was it was not a musical. It was about us. Uh, it was a parody of like a community theater group doing Oklahoma. Right. Oh, okay. And we, that's what we tried to explain to them. So we got away with it for a long time. Right. But I think what, well, one of the lead actors had an unfortunate uh, health issue. And so mm. he was leaving at the same time we got the, we got the season to desist. <laughs> I think we milked that for like the next two weekends. And then they were like, no, You're really. Like, They're like, no, the th- Rogers and Hammerstein, the estate of them, they will go after people. Wow. Like, like we were at a 99 seat theater, which is what a lot of LA theater is. Right. Um, because a lot of people want to do theater there, but it's not a theater. It's a theater town, but it's not like Broadway. Right. Of course. So we're all basically working for nothing. It's for art. And uh, and still is. And um, so, anyway, it, long story short, they did shut us down. And right. it was fantastic. <laughs> do you still do? Do you do a lot of theater right now? I do. Um, I do a play that I've done for 23 years at Christmas called Bob's Holiday Office Party. It's completely... Um, inappropriate for people under 14 or 15 or 16 um, and I play one of two twins with usually one of my best friends it's been Melissa Denton for a long time and then some uh, Johanna Mackay Laura Carson I've had a couple different twins right and they have too when I've had to miss the show but um, we do that every Christmas it's really funny we have a lot of Matt Groening comes every year from Ooh. the Simpsons really yeah every year and, and every year you're like hey uh hey are we dude. thinking of switching up Bart yeah, because I can do Bart's voice. Actually, oh when they gosh. went on strike, they sent out a casting notice, which Ooh. was terrible. Yes, yeah, and they wanted people to to audition. And my agent called me because I can get that I voice if I work on it. Bart, yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I'm not crediting myself. All credit goes to Nancy right, Cartwright. Right, right. She's right. amazing and wonderful. I don't, I don't really know her very well. I've met her a few times. I see her in waiting rooms, and then I'm like, get out! Uh, <laughs> I want the job. You don't need it. You're on The Simpsons. But, uh, but yeah, my agent was like, uh, under no circumstances are you doing this. Right, yeah. I'm a union member, 
strong and proud. Yeah. Anyway, what's um, um we were we were gonna just ask if all this stuff was around college-ish time because we say that we're a Naruto podcast, but ultimately it ends up being a college podcast. Because of course there are a million Naruto. different uh, sidebars where we just talk and talk and talk about our lives. Like every podcast, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, <laughs> it, it works. It. Everyone I know does a podcast yeah. in LA. Everyone. Wow. They're always crazy. like, "Come on, my podcast." I'm like, "How many podcasts are there?" No, no. <laughs> there are a million. I, I always think. I, you know, be the provide the products that you want to see, you know, and I would listen to a podcast about Naruto. <laughs> well, there you go. I just did one with some other kids. Whatever. That's, well, this is the greatest. Yours is one. the best one. You <laughs> said that's it. That's what we say. That's true. Yeah. I mean, if it's a title. Um, but the question being, so how was your time in Boston College? What did you major in? How did you know that you wanted to go into acting? I didn't acting? want to go into acting. Really? Um, spy. No. Spy school. Well, of course, spy. spy school was the number. I was going to be a spy or a diplomat or a politician. Really? Like when I was younger, I wanted to be the president of the United You're States. You're still pretty on Twitter. You're like very political. Yeah. Of course I am. Which is cool. Fuck Trump, man. He's yeah. a bullshit. I mean, it's a podcast. I can well, swear, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Okay. No, I've always been political. I was a poli-sci major. For a while, I was a double major with math. You were? Double major, that and uh, screenwriting. But oh, yeah. that's awesome. And then at the end, I dropped the math part because I got to one class and the professor like picked up a chair and swirled it around the room and was like, draw the graph of that and calculate. I was like, wow. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> and I was doing improv comedy there as an extracurricular. Um, but it's become a very big thing at Boston College. Um, after me, the group after me, so we had some, so like, one of the guys when I was a senior, he was a freshman, but then when he was like a junior, mm-hmm. Amy Poehler was in that group. Ooh. Wow. And so it's kind of become a bigger thing than it was when I was there. We were right. the only comedy group. Now there's like a bunch of comedy groups, which always seems funny. Yeah. And you'd mentioned in the, the panel from earlier that I believe you did an improv group with Steve Carell's wife. Is that right? Yeah, Nancy Carell. Wow. Yes. She's a great, great she was on SNL, you know. Look no, her up. I didn't know that. Oh my god, That's yeah. Insane. Uh, there's a lot more to her than Steve's wife. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, She's hilarious and uh, she created the the Angie Tribeca show with Steve. With oh Steve. yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. Oh, She's a writer god. as well. Is she, She's an actress. She's probably doing the upcoming uh, space thing that Steve's doing. Um, I assume so. Uh, space Force. Yeah. Space right. Force. Yes. Okay. Um, they're create, but they're creating with it's Steve and Mike Judge, I think. Mm. And I just, I automatically, I texted Nancy. I'm like, get me on that show. Because <laughs> it just sounds you hilarious. You can be an astronaut's sister, but they might cut it for time. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> can I be like the person on the computer talking to the astronauts? Like, oh, that'd be All great. the crime shows, there's that one like kind of fat nerd girl that's like, it's like, yes, if you take quadrant four. You know. As long as you don't have to get in any costume or anything. Yeah, as long as you don't have to be the true. sexy one yeah. in the space suit. Oh my goodness. Then they're, they're just like, you know, okay, you sit at a desk. Give us directions. You're funny, quirky. <laughs> yeah, for reference, uh, Miley was actually on The Office for the episode of Phyllis's, Phyllis's wedding, wedding, right? Yeah. She played Phyllis's sister in Barely. The Honor. Right. Right. And then it, it was such a long episode that you'd mentioned it ended up getting cut. Yeah, I think yeah. the original episode was like 30. The script was really long. It was like 38 pages. And traditionally in a in a sitcom, you know, the scripts are like, it's, it's a 30. It, you only get 23 minutes, right? Right. So your scripts might be a little long and they'll cut some stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But the scripts are not 38 pages. They're more like, you know, yeah. you know, you'd study screenwriting. Right, yeah. So they're more, you know, like 29 pages. Do you like, do you prefer doing stuff like The Officer or um, Mindy Project? Stuff where you can just kind of go in and be, you know, you, a human. Human person? A human person. That's, that's <laughs> Japanese ninja child? As opposed right. to. Yeah, uh, or or, or a, a pig child. Or, pig child. Because yes. you did mention that you do a lot of young boys. Yeah. Right, sorry, that's not, not the way you want to you do a lot of young boys. I told you not boys. to say that. <laughs> The voice I of portray. Young boys. Yeah. I stopped saying I do a lot of young boys a long time ago. Um, 
Well, let me tell you, the hours on voiceover are much better. Mm. You can wear comfortable clothes. And like the Mindy Project was phenomenal. She's great. Right. I had a big guest star role on that episode, which is one of the last episodes. It was a real transitional episode for her character, mm. and uh, which was exciting to me. And I'm a fan of hers. I even read her book. And I had met her at the office, but it was so quick. She wouldn't remember me. She meets thousands of people. Right. I meet, okay, I meet thousands and thousands and thousands of people a year. So she meets a million people. You know, I'm yeah. friends with yeah. a lot of celebrities, and it's just insane. <laughs> and that's why you end up going to the same restaurants all the time because you're like, oh, there's Shelly. Right. No one's going to ask me to take my picture when I'm eating food. Yeah. Right. Not me, sense. but my famous friends. But um, <laughs> but um, I don't prefer one over the other. Uh, but I will say those single camera sitcom or single camera shows. Mm. Boy, do those people work hard. You have no idea. I mean, I think people think it's all like glamour and stuff, but they are up at four in the morning they don't eat food like I was on Shameless all my scenes were with Emmy Rossum yeah we were um, or or that my my character was we were wondering if we should bring up Shameless because in another panel you were like oh it's so much work it is it's good work And, and by the way as much as I do it the leads of the show right as a guest star the leads the crew Mm. I mean talk about long days the makeup people are there from Maybe 3.45 in the morning until sometimes midnight. Yeah, you have to love it at that point. Yeah. Or, you know, you just accumulate the hours, and then when they're down, they're down. Like, a lot of people, you know, when, they, when they're when they done, they've earned every penny, and they right. go away to Hawaii, or they have a second, you know, they have a second little condo in Palm Springs, and they're just, they're done. I right. mean, it's exhausting work. All credit to, if you see someone on TV that's especially one of those lead people on a show like Steve Carell like I was at his uh, Nancy's house his house right like I haven't seen Steve in a year (laughs) he's he's off yeah that's gotta be rough yeah yeah that makes sense and um you mentioned and they get paid well so no one's gonna complain about it oh of course but I will tell you it's 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 it it, the people that work the hardest are the people behind the scenes Mm. for sure yeah so you'd mentioned Hawaii and all, and of course, um, you you uh, we'd read are from Hawaii, which is phenomenal. And then kind of army brat, right, right. But was, my parents had a house there that they rented out for like twenty years. Right, and wasn't it that you were born in Honolulu? Is that right? Yeah, yeah I was. Right, and so then from there you had gone over to Europe and to Thailand and so many other places. But then you decided to come back and have your well college experience in Boston College, and then decided to work. Yeah, in that the was sort of kind of random. Honestly, <laughs> it was like I was going to apply to Georgetown where my sister went, mm. one of my sisters, and Boston College. I, uh, I was over, oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, it's a tough school. And I was over at a friend's house, and they had a brochure for Boston College. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And they were from Boston. And my parents were originally from the Boston Boston area, but they didn't live there for like 30 years. Then they retired on the Cape. Uh, they passed on now, but they kind of went back to sort of the area where they grew up. Mm-hmm. But I saw this brochure, and I applied, and, and it's a Jesuit university, and I got there and people were saying that and I was like what's a Jesuit <laughs> even though I was Catholic I didn't even know <laughs> not Catholic anymore by the way that's the same story as you yeah, yeah. yeah. gave that crap up at you 18 Catholic for a while and then you stop yeah <laughs> appreciate appreciate the education but I'm not right. on board right so um because of course you did decide to have your college experience in the U.S. and now you do work mostly in the U.S. do you do any work internationally I know that you do the comic cons that's a good question around. that is a good question no I don't Although, Jakers was a co-production with the BBC and Irish television. Oh, okay. So, yes. I mean, in that way, I did. That was many years ago. I did it for five years. Um, 
Internationally. Well, I mean, Lab Rats airs Naruto with my voice airs in, <laughs> I don't know. I should look, you should look, you guys look it up we and email me. Yeah. I don't know how many countries, but I know that um, Lab Rats airs in, it used to air in like 49 countries. Wow. So they've dubbed my voice in many languages. Do That's you, insane. Do you have trouble going out getting recognized? The whole... You know, the whole celebrity The kids? Thing. Celebrity? No, I'm friends with really big celebrities that always get it's recognized. Just, it's kind of wacky because I know that you're, like, a working actor, but also you're, yeah. like, insanely famous in some niches. You know what I That's mean? That's it, yeah. Even my family doesn't, like, my family doesn't watch the show. <laughs> I'm like, you know that I, you know, I go to conventions and there are 2,000 people at a panel, right? right. And they're like, yeah, what? <laughs> I've never seen an episode. All right, up next, we're just going to ask a couple questions about Naruto, obviously. Who? You know. <laughs> we, we tried to keep it at a minimum because we figured... I, I never want to ask questions you can Google. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I always talk with my hands. I know. Do you bang on the table so it picks up on the mic? Right. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> this is somebody who works professional. professionally. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. True, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is not good, Liam. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, you can learn some things. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, first question is, how is it different recording TV versus the video games? And because Raj and I, my co-host on the podcast, sure. we play one of the Naruto games. Raj, why aren't you here? Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it. Very nice. <laughs> but uh, we play Naruto Storm like Oh, every, God every help you. Yeah, I know. But, uh, you hear me screaming every other the, night? The noises in there are like... I mean, I've been making fun of it with my little brother for my whole life. You sure. Know, little, you make a clone, he'll go, it's me! It's so funny. Oh, did I do that? <laughs> yes. I did? Believe it or not. I, believe, believe it! it. <laughs> believe it. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't play the games. Yeah. yeah. I, I could not sense. listen to myself scream that much. But do you, have to do, like, do you have to do more work for one or the other? Yeah, it's way more work for video games. Way more screaming, because it's battle. That makes sense. Battle mode. And you're just screaming at the top of your lungs with no context. And you know what I mean? And it's a lot of efforts, a lot of dying, a lot of striking, a lot of being struck, a lot of breathing, a lot of running, yeah. a lot of Rasengan. <laughs> uh, you get the idea. It's, it's, it's also not as much fun because you're not doing it to picture generally. Right. Unless it's a, a mini game. And then you are doing it to picture. Which must also be weird with a little yeah, mini game action. Yeah, it's weird, but you're at that point in the recording, you're more thankful for it because yeah. you're not just screaming in a booth by yourself. With it's there's a black screen in front of you, so right. you literally are just staring at nothing, you know. So thank goodness um, for like cell phones now, because then sometimes they have to go back and time every single line. Right. So I get a script and it says .09 seconds. Oh, wow. And you have to fit your line in that much. And if you, so sometimes I'll do 10 lines in a row, then they go back and time the 10 lines, right? They nice. have to look like you do on your podcast, right, see right. how long it is. So they have to go back through it and you just sit there in a dark room and wait. So now it's great because I'll go on Twitter and rant about political Trump, yeah. <laughs> And um, so at least it's a distraction. I used to bring in magazines and yeah. way back. How do you how do you keep your voice during all this? What do you the, drink? Uh, margarita. <laughs> what do you drink? Right, margarita. Uh, no. Vodka tonics. Vodka tonics. Vodka sodas. Right. <laughs> Come on. In Hollywood, it's always soda. Tonic has calories. That's oh, true. Of course. Yeah. There it is. George Clooney. Vodka sodas. <laughs> um, and margaritas now and tequila. Um, <laughs> you know, if it's video games, I really don't do. In general, I don't do. Well, I don't do more than three hours. And even the show, I do two hour. I record for two hours. So yeah. whether I do one episode or I do three in that hour, depends on the number of lines I have. The video games, 
I they book me for three hours, and without looking at my phone or a clock, I'll be, like, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, is it two hours and forty minutes in? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, I knew it. Yeah. Like wow. without fail, it's two hours and forty minutes, and I'm like. Ooh, this is hard. It gets very hard. So I, when I go to basketball games, I go to a lot of baseball games, actually. I'm mm. a huge baseball fan. Not the Yankees. Sorry, people. I know. <laughs> you hate me. A Red Sox and a Dodgers fan. I'm from uh, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, so. you went to Boston College. I went to Boston College, yeah. yeah. And um, so the, the World Series was torture. I was like, do I vote for the Red Sox or the Dodgers, where I've lived since 96? Yeah. And I go to their games more than the Red Sox games. Anyway, um, I don't scream. I don't scream at a concert. You said you just you just clap. Yeah, I just clap <laughs> silently. It's really weird, but I do. I'm like, yeah, that was good. See, the moneymaker, right? Uh, for sure. I've had to do it in the middle of recording, like go to a Dodgers playoff game, and I'm like, it's so hard. Yeah. But you just know you just can't. I just don't. They know you believe it. You don't have to tell them. Stop saying believe it. <laughs> you say it so much. There's, a, there's an episode early on where you say remember it instead of believe it. Really? And we, we oh, latched yeah. it onto that. It's very funny. Yeah. Oh, you have to t- text me and tell me what you say it in, in the same with the same cadence, you know. Remember it. Yeah. yeah just like that. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. I yeah. think the reason why they stopped saying that is because it was annoying. The believe it's over and over. Yeah, they told us it was a trademark issue, and I think they lied. Really? I think people were just like, we hate this. Stop doing it. Wow. I think fans wrote, or I don't know. <laughs> I've never gotten to the bottom of it, but don't believe what you say, like what don't. you hear. Don't don't believe it. I wasn't oh my say god, it. I can't oh, believe it. Oh, oh, we gotta stop saying this. That's we're true. in a loop. <laughs> All right. Um, another question, just quick. How does did you change Nar- the way you do Naruto's voice as he grows up? Oh yeah, yeah. I deepened Especially it on Boruto. Yeah. I deepened it a little, and uh, it's well from Naruto to Naruto Shippuden. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same actress in Japan, and she sounds kind of like Naruto Shippuden in Boruto. Yeah. So I took her lead and kind of did that. So more of a maturity uh, adjustment in maturity. Like. Yeah. Uh, once you start focusing on that. If you get the pitch a little bit lower and you do maturity, it does make it sound older. Mm. That makes sense. Um, and I think the reason why they kept me in Boruto is because they kept the Japanese actor. Yeah. And I have to do flashbacks all the time. We would have, I would have revolted. Us, us, <laughs> Thank you. Us Naruto fans. On you Twitter. guys have my back. Yeah, yes, don't even of worry. course. You think, you think the campaign to try and interview you was... Aggressive? A- aggressive, yeah. No, no it was <laughs> Hey, I'm glad you guys. We were a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. We like, Don't lie. Yeah, like, yeah starstruck. Honestly. Oh, yeah. for like I checked. My Look at me. Why would you be? <laughs> um, no, I'm pretty approachable. Um, yeah, the only no, thing I don't great. do is when people like tweet me and say, "Will you do a video shout out to me?" I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. At that point, yeah. it's too informal. Yeah, it just gets weird, and that makes sense. I have representatives, and uh, right, yeah, you have an agent for a reason. But I am on Twitter, so follow me. Yes, at Miley Flanagan, and on yes. Instagram. And on Insta- we, I know the real Miley Flanagan, which yeah. is horrible. I never do it. We right. love your Instagram oh, yes. so much. I'm so I random. A note on the Maple Peeps. Yes. Oh <laughs> God. Maple Well, because I always, as an afterthought, I'm like, oh yeah, people aren't on Facebook. I, I don't accept fans on my Facebook. Right. right. Let me say, it's my personal Facebook. Don't befriend me because I am not going to accept it. Um, <laughs> and there's also a fake account of me on Facebook. What? And there's a fake YouTube of me account. Um, That's insane. That's yeah. creepy. Yeah, and there's a fake Instagram. There are some weird fans out there. So I went off Instagram because there was a fake one of me. So then I created a new one. Everyone's like, you got to do that. No one's using whatever. 
they're not using any other media. You know, the, Instagram is the thing. Right? Yeah. It is so I created it, yeah. and then it's always an after. I like Twitter. So I, I'm I'm on to Twitter, and then I think about Instagram, and I'm like, oh, yeah, i got to post something. So I post yeah. pictures. We, we loved it. And we loved There's one of you uh, <laughs> playing basketball in the pool. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's shot what, shot. <laughs> you were getting That's there, my right? dream. <laughs> so good. I bought myself a TV outside and had it put on the wall. And that, when I'm not at a Comic-Con or working in the summer, I'm in the pool playing basketball, watching baseball. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. It sounds like the dream life. Yeah. I mean, it, it screw is. being a spy, right? Like, yeah, forget it. the spy. <laughs> Who needs to be a spy when you can be a ninja? That's true. That is true. Right? No, every once in a while I do think, like... Miley Flanagan's do, super spy. I do dream about being a spy. Like, I like, <laughs> I looked up the other day, I looked up on the CIA website how late, how old you can be <laughs> to go to the CIA. Get spy training. Oh. And um, if you have specific, like if you can speak Farsi, there are openings where you can be like as old as you want to be. You Do know you speak I mean? Farsi? I don't, but when I interviewed to be a spy, I was accepted. Wow. I was just living on my sister's couch waiting for me to get a sign right. to where I was going to go. And, and I joined a comedy group there, and then I reformed my comedy group. And after the summer, we were successful. And I was like, I don't want to be a spy anymore. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be a spy. I want to be an actor. On. There are bigger things out there. Yeah, but every once in a while, I'm like, I should be a spy. Yeah. You know. Anyway. We can. Oh, we can start wrapping up if you want. It's been. That's good. A yeah. It's a been a hot Yeah. Set. I didn't want. Right. I didn't want to. I didn't want you to lose track of time and then be like, Has it been two hours and forty minutes? <laughs> oh yeah, I should go. I have three messages. So. Yeah. Uh, is there anything we talked about? Some of your upcoming stuff. Is there anything you want to? Yes. Anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, Wait, I got you. I've got you. At least IMDb wise. Uh, bad habits. Crashing Christmas. Those are two. Yeah, uh, Bad Habits is on hold. Crashing Christmas, we haven't even done pre-production yet on. So, So no. that's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Babysitter, the, my Babysitter the Superhero is going to be out. Yeah, and you've got Jim O'Hare in that. That's I love Jim. Yeah, he's yeah. So a great guy. Funny. I just saw him the other day. When I was teaching, he was filming in the building where I was teaching my voiceover students. Huh. Yeah, I'm doing that. Um, God, what else have I filmed? I've done some guest stars on cartoons, but I can't tell you what. Ooh, um, keep an eye out. Top secret. Mm-hmm. And you'll know when you know. Mm-hmm. And when I can when I can tell people. Um, <laughs> we'll get the email. <laughs> and the Three Bears and the Perfect Gift will be out probably next Christmas. Christmas-ish, right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's great. It, yeah. That's Our cool. plugs are just NaraTalkPod on everything. You know, you have to say it at the end. NaraTalkPod. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, right. website, you know, etc. I gotcha. Um, All right. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, And as always, be safe. Have have fun. fun, Believe it. it. Oh, God. And we are back. Wow. What an interview, huh? That was something else. Hope I didn't sound too nervous. Although I I think that I definitely did. Um, If you enjoyed that interview and you want to get in touch with us, you can find us. Our Gmail is naratalkpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook is Naratalk, the Naruto Ship Podcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Naratalkpod. You can reach us using the hashtag Naratalk or, you know, Naratalkers, anything like that. Our website is naratalk.wordpress.com. And our YouTube is Naratalkpod. A few days ago, a video went up of the convention. If you're interested in checking out anything more about it, there's some incredible cosplay, and especially some Naruto cosplayers who are really just fantastic that are featured in the video. So do check that out on YouTube at Naratalkpod. And our Patreon is www.patreon.com forward slash Naratalkpod. 
Any amount of money that you can give us there really helps us out a lot, even if it's just a dollar or two. Whatever you wouldn't notice falling out of your wallet every month is, is what we recommend giving, and it really does go a long way. So head over there, and, and if, if you can, help us out just a little bit. All the links to everything are in the description below. Next week, we're going to start having a little reader response section, so do write in and let us know what you think. We have some fantastic responses already, and I can't wait to get in touch with you guys. Please like, subscribe, rate, whatever you do, wherever you are. Uh, best way to get in touch with us is probably leaving a five-star review. I'll always read those out in the podcast, even if they're negative. You know, even if you just leave a five-star review and you're like, fuck you guys, I'll, I'll read it out, you know, for the five stars. And, uh, of course, you can get in touch with us by messaging us on Patreon if you help support the podcast. Tell us how you're listening, ask questions, give comments, it's all welcome. And tell your friends, you know, that's the best way to spread the word of the podcast. Next Monday, we're going to be covering episodes 20, 21, and 22 of Naruto. Let us know what you think of those if you watch ahead, and we'll read them out at the end of the episode. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I really do hope that you enjoyed the interview. Make sure you let us and Miley know if you did. And uh, until next week, be safe, have fun, believe it. (laughs) 